gentlemen it's friday it's april 2nd i hope you're having a fantastic day i am i'm having an interesting one i'm having a good day don't get me wrong but uh <laughs> it's been a good couple of days for me i kind of i kind of kicked the hornet's nest the other day and i put out a couple of posts on a uh, telegram and gab and whatnot kind of questioning a lot of influencers out there and uh i've gotten a lot of support i've gotten a little bit of hate but Hey, I felt like it needed to be done and it needs to continue happening. Something I'll talk about more on Telegram. You know, I want to keep kind of a lot of that drama off of these streams from here on out, unless there's something, you know, pressing that I want and feel the need to talk about here. But, you know, if, if you want to follow that drama, just, just go on to Telegram. Trust me, it's something you probably want to do. <laughs> a lot of people are getting exposed and they are not liking me for it. They come and, uh, coming after me saying all sorts of crazy things like i'm getting paid to say stuff and i'm out here like dividing attacking patriots i don't know a bunch of lame excuses but hey it's fun just stirring that pot needs to be stirred too needs to be stirred because a lot of people out there again they're saying real weird things i don't feel like they're being totally authentic i feel like a lot of folks are putting on a show just acting putting on a you know, a show on there, whatever, videos, interviews, what have you. So anyway, uh, as for this show, the <laughs> I'm going to, we got a lot to discuss. You know, we're going to talk about uh, really what's breaking in the news over the last day or two. Matt Gates, Hunter Biden, we had uh, kind of an emergency event there in D.C. today. We've got some vaccine stuff to talk about, some election fraud, good news there that's uh, making some people nervous. We'll talk about that as well. And yeah, shout out to everybody on DLive. Shout out to you guys on Twitch, you guys on Foxhole. Thank you for tuning in live. And thanks to all you guys watching the replay of this on Rumble, BitChute, Gab, Odyssey, wherever it might be. Please subscribe and notify yourself on whatever platform you're on. And I have a couple of these actually to upload tonight too. Got a little bit of catching up to do. So uh, that is that. And... Pretty much all I have to say for the intro. Let's go ahead and get to these articles. Let's start off with a good old-fashioned Sather fact check, because what's one of these podcasts without one of these? Uh, this article from Before It's News has been going pretty viral the last day, and the headline of this claims, important word there, claims, that trafficked children, bodies, and weapons have been found on the evergreen ship blocking the Suez Canal. As you might be able to tell just from the initial read of this, it looks like it's pretty freaking clickbaity because it is. Got to be careful of this website before it's news. They print out a lot of stuff that is very shady. It's kind of along the lines like one of those news punch websites or your newswire if you remember that one or neon nettle if you remember that one too just got to be careful not saying everything on these websites is wrong but a lot of it could be they don't have very high standards or principle and just here you can read it over a thousand traffic children and dead bodies have been rescued out of shipping containers in the suez canal by u.s navy seals because apparently uh they 
let all of their operations leak onto the internet. Sources say more anonymous sources. We'll talk about that later on in the show. Again, coming from the mainstream media. And, you know, just standard, like, no sauce, no evidence, no real citations, little details. It's like, how the heck would we even know that? Why would we know that? Uh, it's a mess. So be careful. This has been going around a lot. Let's move on from this into the emergency event in D.C. today. This was uh, kind of weird. The first stories I saw of this break on the Internet basically made it look like an accident. This car slammed into a barrier. And there were some videos of a helicopter landing on the east lawn of the White House and some other things going around D.C. Uh, didn't look too weird at first, but then the details started rolling out. You know, this is why I usually like to give it a solid at least few hours, if not 12 to even 24 hours before I really start formulating a firm judgment about a situation. Uh, and it says here, a maniac slammed his car into two U.S. Capitol Police officers on Friday afternoon killing one, sadly, before he was shot dead by police while running at them with a knife. And uh, the officer that was slain was William Billy Evans. Here's the uh, perpetrator. His name is Noah Green right here. So, uh, yeah, unfortunate situation. And, you know, when something like this happens, uh, you don't want to automatically assume, say, false flag without knowing the details. But... Sometimes, you know, in this day and age, it's you just wonder, <laughs> you'll wonder when you hear something like this and you're like, could it be? Could it be? It might be. Uh, who knows? But that was that. And something odd about this as well is that Facebook went and completely scrubbed the account of Noah Green here of the perp almost instantly. And this Often happens when you get a situation like this that is, you know, very controversial and violent. Even Facebook and Instagram will go and scrub the accounts as soon as they can. At least this time, though, usually they do it without saying anything. This time they actually put out a statement. So it was according to their dangerous individuals. Let's see here. And organizations policy. So that's, that's what they claimed to use. Sanitize the, the you know social media account of him and uh it'll be tough for the mainstream media to pull the race card with this one you know the whole white supremacy thing but who knows maybe it was his morals so <laughs> moving on from that let's go into uh hunter biden so hunter biden did an interview with cbs of all places big surprise yesterday and he admitted that the laptop at the center of this whole controversy around him could absolutely belong to him. But this was some total double-speak word salad that this dude was putting out because he said it could. So it could absolutely belong to him. <laughs> you know, totally beating around the bush. He did not give an explicit yes or no. It was could absolutely, positively, totally, for sure belong to him. Could. But uh, he's doing this interview and saying these things because he's got a book on the way. Big surprise. I wonder how much money they paid him for that. I wonder how much of that money is going to crack. Uh, I wonder a lot of things about this guy. Ah, <laughs> oh, geez. So it's it's such a joke. I mean, it's such a glorious joke. So easy. And speaking of Hunter Biden, one more thing on this, and we'll move into talking uh, Arizona, actually. 
voting to audit their 2020 election count. Right here, NPR issued a huge correction. They were getting absolutely roasted because they printed a story yesterday where they said that the laptop story had been discredited by U.S. intelligence. Literally, the line they wrote was, the laptop story was discredited by U.S. intelligence and independent investigations by news organizations. That was the quote. That was the line. Oh, they got lit up. And deservedly so, because, of course, NPR is taxpayer-funded. How good do you feel, folks? How good do you feel knowing that the money that the man takes from you, good old IRS, love him, right? That money is going into brainwashing for you, your kids, your friends and family, and your society. Love it. God. NPR is one of the worst, truly. Turn them off. Don't listen to them. Screw them. So <laughs> they had to totally re rewrite this one. And the updated version of this story now says, numerous news organiz organizations cast doubt on the credibility of the laptop story. Huh. <laughs> oh, geez. NPR. Okay, let's get into Arizona. Huge, huge breaking news there. Arizona Senate Republicans hired an auditor to review the 2020 election count in Maricopa County. And there was a good list of names on this sheet. A good group, one of them called Cyber Ninjas. Nice. And there's a whole handful of them that are conducting the audit. This is making a lot of people happy of the organizations they chose and the fact that Arizona State Senate is ballsy enough to get this done. And this isn't making the county of Maricopa happy. The county board there has been basically shitting their metaphorical pants, maybe literally too. I don't know. I don't want to check. But they've convened multiple emergency meetings this week to deal with this. And the latest meeting, they said that they're not going to let the Senate, obviously they can't do anything to the Senate. They don't have you know control over them. But they did say they're not going to let the Senate use their own vote count center. And basically they're making them find their own place to do the audit. So they're just, you know, bummed, <laughs> butthurt that this is going through and obviously probably nervous about what might get uncovered with this one. And then Dominion put out a statement as well, Dominion Voting Systems. And within that statement is this beautiful line right here. They said, publicly available information shows they are led by conspiracy theorists. They're talking about the various auditing organizations that are conducting this. Uh, they said that they are being led by conspiracy theorists and QAnon supporters who have helped spread the big lie, big lie, big lie of the election fraud, right? QAnon supporters. Does Dominion have ev any uh, evidence for that? The QAnon supporter thing? <laughs> like, whoa, you serious? So they're using that angle. Obviously nervous, obviously a good thing. And other election happenings happening. We're moving over to Georgia now. So in Georgia, of course, they've voted and passed legislation there to restrict voting. And of course, by restrict voting, I mean make it far more secure and far more legitimate. I believe there's a voter ID precedent that's been set and other uh, stipulations along with it as well. But the county board there 
in, uh, excuse me, this was Arizona. This is what I'm moving towards. In Georgia, the MLB Major League Baseball is saying that they're moving the All-Star game that was going to be played in Atlanta. Now it's not. They're saying they're relocating it from Georgia because of the voting law passed there. Ha! 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 Are you serious? Like, corporate sports, their numbers are already dropping, like, what, 30 40% for, I mean, not just, like, all of the corporate sports, NBA, MLB, NFL, it's all just tanking. Like, do, what are they What are they trying to do here? What Do they want a league anymore? I mean, uh, it's not like I would feel bad about that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like a good old ball game every once in a while. Sports ball. Get the get the touch goal, score the score the score the points, all the points. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll watch some NFL every once in a while. Baseball's boring as crap. But they're they're on the out. They're going full woke. Full woke, full broke. That's <laughs> why. All right. Let's move on from that into Gates. The Pizza Gates controversy. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't think Matt Gates is guilty. I really hope not, you know. In this day and age, I don't put all my eggs in any one basket, but I would wager a very safe bet that this is a big old frame job. They're trying to frame Matt Gates, and in fact, I think it's a big old cover your ass thing by now. You know, the mainstream media is like, "Oh shit, how are we going to smear Matt Gates and try to eliminate the uh, you know accountability of the DOJ and our shitty fake news reporting?" So this looks looks like a whole frame job. Uh, the New York Times put out an article, of course. Uh, a couple of days ago that claimed that Matt Gates was under investigation for sex trafficking and he did all these things. They put out this report yesterday. So another article, and this article was written by the very same people, of course. Again, uh, Justice Department inquiry into Matt Gates said to be focused on cash paid to women. They claim to have receipts. They got receipts and text messages and all these sorts of things, cash payments, blah, 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 claiming the New York Times reviewed them. But if you go through this article, you'll see, I mean, it's freaking clockwork this day and age when it comes to <laughs> the fake news media, because look at these sources. Incredible. The people, the people said, the person said, according to two people briefed on this supposed so-called alleged investigation into the Justice Department. Oh, two of the people said, according to two people, Jesus, this is literally every paragraph in this article. Oh, there we go. Two people again. Ah, so, you know, you got to wonder if this shit is made up. It probably is. And now it's not just the New York Times, but the CNN is going to town with some reports about this so-called story. So they are really taking it to Gates here. CNN is claiming that Matt Gates showed nude photos of women he said he'd slept with to his colleagues, his fellow congressmen. So they're claiming Matt Gates is going around showing his nudies and trying to, I don't know, call it a point of pride. But again, same thing as this New York Times article. Let's take a look at the CNN one. Multiple sources. They're not using people. They've got sources. 
multiple sources. End of this paragraph, according to one source. This isn't even a paragraph. It's just one line. One of the sources, set of gates. Uh, let's see here. Ah, uh, they're using the people now. Going back to the people said. We got that one there. Let's see. Any, any more peoples? Any more sources in this one? Uh, I don't know. I'm not going to skim through this CNN shit, but you get my drift, right? I mean, how sick are we of the anonymous, unnamed sources and insiders? <laughs> don't ever play a drinking game with a New York Times or CNN article where you're drinking every time it says people or sources, right? And it goes anonymous. Don't do that. You'll get liver cirrhosis in a week. And in fact, don't ever do that with obviously all of these influencers, you know, on their bit shoot and rumble videos too. You know who I'm talking about. You'll get liver cirrhosis in a day. Woo! Ain't playing that drinking game. Let's move on into our next story. Actually, still on this story. Sorry here. Uh, still on Gates, but taking a look at some not so fake news media, moving it here into something coming out of the AmericanConservative.com, likely a little more reputable and a little more unbiased. Might be a little biased towards conservatives, but, you know, at least generally more unbiased than a CNN or a New York Times. They're claiming, check this out, this story is nuts. This whole Matt Gates thing, like, it is crazy what's going on with this. Leaked texts from Israeli consular official Show more details in Gates Levinson funding scheme. So Levinson is, uh, I believe, the guy that they're claiming is trying to set up Gates. And these text messages were between an individual from the Israeli, uh, Jake Novak. Oh, no, I lost the page. Hold on here. Let's go back. Jake Novak, the media director of the Israeli consulate in New York City, he was texting with, get this, of all people, Scott Adams, the creator of Dilbert. <laughs> Good old blue checkmark Scott Adams. I don't know what his angle was with this whole thing, though, just saying. But some of his takes on Twitter, uh, some are good, some blow pretty bad. But this is interesting. Like, they were sharing texts about this, you know, supposed Department of Justice investigation into Gates before it was even announced. It was announced on Tuesday by the New York Times this story on the Gates investigation. But in these screenshots of these texts, Novak was texting Scott Adams on Saturday, a full three days before the story was printed. So this is pretty crazy. And, you know, I haven't dug too deep into these particular messages, but -wee! that's probably not very good news for Jake Novak. Scott Adams might be, you know, he might be uh, scot-free. Not too guilty in this, but Jake Novak, you know, eyes on him. And interesting that he's from the Israeli consulate in New York City. I am thinking uh, Mossad, maybe? I don't know. It just comes into my mind of this whole thing, and we'll see. We'll see what comes of it. I don't know. Crazy stuff. Crazy times. Okay, moving on. Let's go now into uh, talking some international relations with the U.S. We're going to first start with Iran, then we're, gonna, then we're going to go into Ukraine. So right here, oh, lordy, lordy. I mean, this whole this whole shit Biden administration, his, his illegitimate presidency is just a mess. 
And it is such a beautiful mess, gotta say, because it is waking people the F up. But right here, the Biden administration is going to start talking to Iran to start negotiations to restore their nuclear freaking deal. The one that Trump killed. The one that, you know, Obama's administration, when Biden was VP, tried to set up with Iran, with the pallets of cash and all the other things and what the heck. So next week, we got some officials going to Austria. Uh, U.S. diplomats and Iranian diplomats will go to Vienna and start talking about uh, redoing that nuke deal. So pretty nuts stuff, you know. A couple of weeks ago, we had the U.S. officials talk to the Chinese officials in Alaska. That turned into a mess. I don't expect anything good to come of this. Probably an embarrassment for the U.S., and they'll probably cave, obviously, or who knows. More money deal, more pallets of cash. Let's get back into that that nuke deal. Fund some Hezbollah. Yay! Ah, <laughs> uh, geez. So Iran now into Ukraine. So the U.S. European Command, that command of the army, has issued a notification and raised the threat level in Europe to a potential imminent crisis and they're doing so because of the escalation and fighting in eastern ukraine between uh you know russians and ukrainians and crazy stuff like what's what's really happening between the u.s and russia right now i mean clearly obviously with you know at least majority of my audience probably here those have been following our lovely 17 back channel for a few years q you know, you're wondering how much of any freaking thing going on right now in our world is set up for the optics of everything. And of course, that gets into a longer, higher dimensional 4D, 5D chess conversation. You know, what is what is happening and what's the real story behind what's happening and why is it just being done for the optics to shock people awake? You wonder, but hopefully nothing happens. I, I do think Russia actually, though, is likely working with the White Hats in the U.S., a so-called alliance, as we've been hearing for, you know, years. We're not too sure of the exact players involved in this international alliance taking down the cabal, the deep state, but we got a good idea. We got a good idea. Moving on from this into actually some good damn news here. Some damn good news. So look at this. There was going to be a geoengineering project. This is something that I I remember reporting on last year just because it had to do with geoengineering and I wanted to tell people about it. So a year or two back, it was announced that Harvard University is working with uh, Bill Gates, among others. They're actually getting funding from Bill Gates. And of course, it's freaking Harvard. Obviously, any of those Ivy League universities is like, CIA Central. Got to watch out for all that. But they were going to come forward with a plan to basically spray aerosols into our atmosphere to cool the planet. They claim it would fight climate change and be a good thing for all of us. Now, you know, deeper truths, we can point to some solid evidence showing that geoengineering programs have been conducted on this planet for few decades now and probably through the use of shell companies set up by the intelligence community and uh, who have you for the deep state 
you know, we, we can look up in the sky. We're not dumb. That's eh, been going on for a while. This was like a public admittance of it. And that was what I was reporting on. I'm like, wow, they're actually showing us and telling us they're going to try to do this. And they tried to sell it to the public with the whole climate change excuse. We got to do this to, to save the planet, save all of our lives, blah, blah, blah. You know, problem, reaction, solution, bullshit. They're banking on your fear. But cool thing. So one of those entities involved in this was the Swedish Space Corporation. And they canceled it. They canceled this whole project, which is very good. Very good news. It was controversial, stoked fierce opposition, obviously from environmental activists. Uh, they were going to be spraying a, ah, does it say the exact chemical in here? I don't see it, but, you know, it, it wasn't the typical aluminum or barium or strontium that you often see alleged to be sprayed in these aerosols, but it was something weird. It didn't look good. And clearly, you know, <laughs> Our climate's not changing because of us, at least not that much. We hardly make a, a blip in the whole climate. What it's really changing from is the sun. That, 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 that thing right there on the screen, the sun and the cosmic energies too. I mean, our whole solar system is moving into a uh, galactic magnetic sheet that is causing some changes to our whole solar system. Every celestial body in it, from the sun to the planets. Our magnetic, our magnetic fields of our planets are weakening. Our sun is going through its own alterations. We got a lot of changes going on with our Earth right now. I mean, our Earth's rotation is speeding up. Sorry, flat earthers. Deal with it. Our Earth's rotation is speeding up. We've got, of course, our pole shifts. Our magnetic poles are moving. Our magnetic field is weakening of Earth. And it's not just Earth. I mean, these anomalies are happening on... Pluto, on Jupiter, on, on all the planets. And we've got our sun going through its own solar cycles very soon, of course. All the talk of the micronova, maybe in the coming decades. So uh, nothing can stop that. Nothing can stop what's coming. <laughs> yeah, nothing. So big topic. Definitely will discuss it more on my channels in the future. Very important. Right now, of course, I'm doing... A lot of political fighting and whatnot, disclosure stuff. But in terms of the Great Awakening, I mean, what can you awaken more to than the uh, whole pole shift and solar micronova cycle? That's, that's one the intelligence community has done a lot to hide and to confuse us about. Go learn more about it on Suspicious Observers. Shout out to Ben Davidson on his YouTube channel. Fantastic stuff. A lot of great space weather news there. Okay, next subject. Let's talk vaccines. The White House knew. This is Reuters, too, okay? They say no conspiracy theory, okay? This is Reuters admitting this yesterday. The White House knew of Johnson & Johnson's vaccine contamination problems for at least a week. Says here, the White House knew about the contamination of about 15 million doses of the J&J &J vaccine. Uh, Press Secretary Saki admitted to reporters yesterday, and it says Saki told a daily briefing there was no disruption in the U.S. supply of the vaccine. So, first of all, I'm not worried about this because it's not like I'm getting any of these freaking vaccines. Second of all, Check out this Reuters report. 
Literally two sentences. That's all we get. Two sentences in this newswire. 15 million doses. That that's not that's not just a little bit. That's a lot a lot of bit. That's a lot. 15 million and I think this is the this is the single shot one, right? So that would have been for 15 million people. And she says, you know, okay, 15 million doses were contaminated, but apparently no disruption happened from that. 15 mil should be a pretty big disruption. I mean, that causes some problems. 15 million are contaminated and contaminated with what? And and did any of these go out? Like, we're not getting any answers, folks. So this whole vaccine fight, it's just, it's gnarly. And especially with the vaccine passports too. Crazy shit. Multiple countries around our world are trying to rush that all out right now. But luckily, it's getting a lot of pushback. Okay, Here in Europe, in England, dozens and dozens of parliament members are already outright saying they're going to fight it. 70 of them, at least, this particular report says. BBC has to admit. So that's good. Thank you, England. Stand up to your freaking crazy government there. Here in the U.S., we've got a few governors that are luckily standing up. You know, Ron DeSantis in Florida, of course, saying that he is going nowhere near a freaking passport. I think he even said he's going to, uh, you know, ban the whole exercise there in the state of Florida. So that's good. Hopefully Trump soon gets a little bit louder against the vaccine passports. You know, he's been really quiet about the shots or, I mean, promoted the shots quite about the passports i mean unfortunately hope he speaks up a little bit more about that i do get the whole idea of optics but there's also the idea of everything freaking else our health and safety and security and you know truth so yeah there's that but i mean just put it this way any government or any corporation that's going to try this shit Try the passports is just going to fail miserably. You know, I make jokes about this sort of stuff when I'm out at the store and, and you know, running my errands and I encounter a stranger I don't know. I'll make like a quick joke about a mask or a passport. I'm getting a lot more laughs these days than I used to. I, I was walking past this guy today in the store and I uh, he was putting on his mask to go in. I didn't wear my mask in the store as I normally don't. I don't, nobody says anything anymore. But I was walking past him Going out the store, I didn't have my mask on. I just told him, like, don't put it on. Nobody's going to say anything. And he laughed. And he looked at me, you know. I actually saw a couple of people in the store today without a mask on. That was that was heartwarming. But I also made a joke to another dude that, uh, you know, about the passports. And he was like, I, I, I was being sarcastic. Are you excited for it, man? I'm stoked. And he's like, holy shit. He actually thought that I, I had one, a vaccine passport, and was going to get one. Uh, he was, he was shocked actually. And I was like, no dude, just kidding. And he was like, thank God. So, you know, that's all it takes. Just a, a small, you know, that, that can be the extent of your activism, but it could make a big difference in somebody's mind someday. You know, you got to just plant that seed. Hopefully it fruits down the road and they think like, man, maybe I do want to start questioning these things. Right. So just start doing something, start doing anything, whatever that activism is, whether it's digital, whether it's more direct on the street sort of stuff, you know, one small comment to a stranger passing by could make a big difference someday in their lives. So uh, two, two more articles here. 
This one still on the subject of the scamdemic. This, of course, on the subject of chlorine dioxide, though. When anything comes out about it in the news, I've got to talk about it because it is an incredible subject. Some people try to uh, poo-poo me on it, on it, on chlorine dioxide, because they clearly don't understand it. Uh, I get people that send me messages all the time, uh, not every day, but multiple a week, probably. And they say that they are grateful for my discussion of it because they found it from me and they were able to get off like a load of their meds or even heal like some sort of uh, disease they were trying to deal with, you know, really helped them uh, deal with it. So I'm going to keep talking about it. It's a very incredible thing. You know, uh, I've got a lot of content coming out on it to say the least, but here in Estonia, Estonia. So if you never heard of Estonia before, uh, it is a small country in Eastern Europe. It's a little bit North of Ukraine. It's like on the water, right across the water from Sweden. So it's like almost Scandinavia, more so Eastern Europe, small country, about a million and a half people. But the health minister of, of, uh, oh, where'd my, where'd my, there it is. The health minister of Estonia, this guy, he, uh, well, Backstory here, incredibly enough, in some cities in Estonia, there was an advertising campaign on display at bus stops promoting uh, chlorine dioxide as a cure for COVID. That is awesome. Just got to say, that is freaking awesome. So for anybody new to me or my channel, I've, I've got a few uh, new people that are finding me on Telegram and, and stuff lately. For those of you that don't know... Um, I've been a huge advocate of chlorine dioxide for a while, and I, I used to have the top rated, the top viewed video on YouTube about MMS or chlorine dioxide, same thing, before they removed it, and it, it's probably the subject I've been the most censored on. I've had dozens of videos removed on YouTube when I was on YouTube, and dozens of tweets and all sorts of stuff. Um, about a year ago, when the whole scamdemic thing hit, I made a tweet on my account when I had it saying that chlorine dioxide could kill COVID because it's an incredible pathogen killer. And I mean, we have companies using it right now to sanitize with, sanitize buildings and, and do industrial things with it. But once you start talking about it for health, boom, fake news brings down the hammer on you. Big tech brings down the hammer on you. FDA and big pharma will come after your ass. Like that, that's the line. It's okay to talk about chlorine dioxide if you're like talking about sanitizing a restaurant or a hotel with it, right? But <laughs> once you start talking about it for health or as a cure, so man, I got attacked about a year ago, really hard. And then you remember Trump, good old, good old DJT uh, in April of last year, you know, made the disinfectant comment and he started, <laughs> I got to say, it warmed my heart. Oh God, that that was a that was one of the premier moments of the last, you know, of, of all the digital info work, digital soldiering. I don't know, whatever the hell I've been doing for the last four plus years now. Ah, that warmed my heart when Trump mentioned the uh, injecting the disinfectant because there are actually patents out there for injecting chlorine dioxide as a potential treatment for things like cancer and other diseases. So I wonder, 
I wonder where Trump got the idea, man. I, I would, man, I would love to know if if Trump has ever seen a video of mine or like just, just heard my name in passing. Or maybe he was getting a brief from Q team and like some chick came up, like maybe at the beginning of Q, they were, they were talking to him and said, sir, we've got this young, weird kid on the internet, but he, he came across our project and he's talking to his followers about it. I don't, I don't know. Anyway, I'm just dreaming for you guys here. Um, good news. If the minister of health is coming after chlorine dioxide here, then it's all good stuff. Some people are asking me in the chat, where can they find it? Uh, you can go to my website and under the, I believe, shop section, there is a link to an affiliate that I'm a big fan of. And you can find a 15% off code through that link as well. So uh, that's what I have to say about that. And then last story here, WAPO ending with some fakery. Good old, good old Travis View came out of the closet. He came out of the name closet. And he is now admitting that his name is Logan Strain. He even got a feature by WAPO. He got this, this article written about him. Good old Logan Strain. You might recognize him from that HBO doc. Yes, he was in it. Um, funny thing about this, I mean, I, I've known his name for like a year, at least a year, if not longer than that. And I've known that he resided there in the uh, Southern California area. I found some other information about him too that I'm not at liberty to discuss, but I've never told anybody. Like, it's funny. These guys, I was going to say assholes, because they are. These assholes, they, number one, shit on us for, like, using pseudonyms and being anonymous and stuff like that when they use pseudonyms, all right? Uh, he claims that he did so because he didn't want to be harassed and all this stuff. I mean, I've known the dude's real name for a long time. Did I use that against him? No. Did I harass him? No. <laughs> These guys are jokes, and they smear us as being evil, racist, extremist people when we're clearly not. And good old Logan Strain here. I mean, I don't know if you saw him in the HBO doc or recognize him, but he's he seems like an angry dude, like angry. Uh, <laughs> but check out this article. Uh, he's 38, so if he's got to live his life as a 38-year-old on the internet under a pseudonym by the name Travis View and just spend his life smearing people like me, you know, clearly, I don't know. You're 38, dude. Like, what, what the fuck are you doing with your life? And check this out. Driving this change, WAPO writes, this change for uh, Logan to come out with his real name. Driving this change was an increasingly popular podcast that is the QAnon Anonymous podcast. <laughs> they claim it reaches more than 100,000 listeners, I guess, a month, and earns more than 60 grand. Check that out, 60 grand. So these dickbags, they call us grifters, right? We're, we're the alleged grifters for allegedly promoting disinformation, correct? This freaking podcast, which ha which has, I think, just three people. So I'm assuming, my best assumption here is that three people, at least, maybe they have, like, I don't know, a tech person, but they're all splitting 60 grand a month. And we're the grifters. 
We're, we're the grifters, according to them. And they're getting 60 grand a month just to smear us. That's it. And spread lies and dumb shit and obviously brainwashing fantasy land. Mainstream propaganda, right? Like, oh, what slimy bastards. I can't, I can't do it. But I can. And let's see what else WAPO says. It says here, WAPO, which like other news organizations quoted him several times, was not aware that the Travis View persona was an invention. <laughs> what? I I thought I thought you're like the premier journalist platform in the country, WAPO. You're that you're that ignorant? Man. Strain even used the fake name in real-world events, including for a panel discussion on online radicalization hosted by the Atlantic Council. Huh. Yeah, nice. Nice standards there, guys. They really don't care. They'll use not only the unnamed persons and unnamed sources in their articles, but they don't give a shit if the person who writes the articles is unnamed or anonymous or whatever. Literally, they'll print whatever the hell <laughs> just to get their agenda across. And then speaking of the Atlantic Council, too, go check that out. It's just a big think tank of a bunch of globalists and useful idiots, basically, who, I mean, it's just like pure propaganda. They've come out recently with a digital forensics lab, which I think is quoted in this WAPO article here. Yeah, digital forensics lab. Uh Jared Holt, another one of our beloved QAnon uh, shills, I guess, mainstream media journal shills. He was in that HBO doc too, you know. He, he writes for Right Wing Watch. Uh, he has recently joined the Atlantic Council as a distinguished fellow, a, a resident fellow at the Atlantic Council. He's even holding like some event, some conference event, emceeing it for the Atlantic Council on like extremists and online radicalization. I don't know, whatever psychobabble they throw out there to, to you know, codify it as. Uh, it's just, it's funny how desperate they're getting. It's funny. But these guys, they're lame. They're lame, they suck, they blow. And it's easy. It's easy as cake to expose them. Space Force. Got a rocket. Hold up to the camera. Hands in the way. Yeah. All right, guys, that's all for this one. Um, we're going to get into Q&A here in a moment. So if you're watching on the replay, I do, if you can make it live, I do a Q&A for like 15, 20 minutes after each one of these. Uh, so hopefully one of these days you guys can join live. Remember, I do these on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So that's that uploads i do the best of my ability to get the uh replays up by like the next day <laughs> not not always the best at that i'm gonna get better i promise but uh replay of this one will be up tonight and uh yeah guys i got more videos coming go follow me on telegram uh to follow you know my my call outs on telegram and other news and takes and memes and things like that i i've got a couple other social media accounts as well uh, one on Gab, and a good buddy of mine has one on Instagram. I also have a Clubhouse account, too, but I just, you know, 
I don't use really any of those. I just use Telegram these days. And I'm just waiting for, uh, you know, obviously Lindell. I'm interested to check out his social media platform, but Trump's too. So that's it for now. Appreciate all you guys. Go hit up jordansather.com. Subscribe to that newsletter. Follow me on Telegram. And I will see you on Monday live, everybody. So take care, subscribe, notify yourself, and have a fantastic rest of your day.